0: Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Strong AFX Well-Conditioned Show with your host, Jason Brown, where each week, Jason teaches you how to get yourself and your clients brutally strong and, of course, well-conditioned. What's up, everyone? Jason here for another episode of Strong AFX Well-Conditioned. Today, I am talking about why I no longer write programming for CrossFit gyms. Back in 2015, I started box programming and at the time I owned my own box and a lot of people were asking prior to that about my programming and were interested in it. Needless to say, it organically formed its own business where I started programming for a few other gyms and they weren't even local. They were actually kind of all over this, all over the country, all over the United States, and that grew very quickly. I think within a year's time we had about a hundred gyms on board, paying around two hundred dollars a month. I think was what the price was back then. Within two years' time, it was approaching the two hundred gym mark. So needless to say, it turned into this whole animal that I was totally unaware there was even a possibility for that. After that year. Of being totally immersed in this business while still running my own gym, I came to the conclusion that it made sense to focus 100% on box programming and selling my then CrossFit gym. And you know, it was not a super easy decision because obviously, you know, there there are things that you don't know when you're moving into the online space. I and mean, there are certainly a lot of things I didn't know then that I do know now. Needless to say, it made sense for me to try to focus on one thing. And at the end of the day, for me, it was always about programming. I loved programming. I could I could write. Write programs, spend all day writing programs and be happy. My wife used to actually joke and say, You know, too bad you couldn't get paid to write programming. Well, fortunately for me, that is exactly what happened. So we decided to sell our gym. Everything just kind of came together at once. We sold our gym within two weeks' time of making that decision. And I was on to then focus on just box programming and, and what I would need to do to grow that business and, and have things uh, evolve and, and go to a great place. So It was a great business. It got me started in the online space. It uh, allowed me to learn a lot. A lot of the the lessons that I try to apply to box programming are lessons I took from owning a gym and working with people in person and, and obviously programming for a couple hundred athletes at my own gym. Having varying levels of success with CrossFit and using things like the conjugate system in conjunction with classic CrossFit and then having that evolve to more of a systematized approach of using both aerobic development in conjunction with our strength work was something that was born from that. So without CrossFit, I'm not sure exactly how that would have all happened, but I will say that CrossFit gave it something that it didn't have. It gave it that level of mixed modality conditioning, and, and CrossFit really was, for me, the catalyst of learning more about energy systems and g- getting to a place where I was as comfortable programming conditioning as I was strength work. So needless to say, it was a, it was a great venture. I enjoyed most aspects of it, but as time went on, there were more and more things things that I found myself not wanting to do. When it came down to the question of what someone will get better results with, if I had to choose between doing a higher skill movement like a kipping pull-up or uh, Olympic lifting in a conditioning setting, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, albeit it was something that was expected of me to do. Programming for CrossFit gyms, there is a level of expectation. They expect to see the Olympic lifts. They expect to see hero workouts. They expect to see the foundational CrossFit movement patterns. Some of them are different than and the six foundational movement patterns. So I always found myself trying to piece in some of that work within the system that I had developed. And there was just kind of a turning point where I said, I just don't wanna do it anymore. I know that most people do not need to be doing kipping pull-ups. I saw it at my own gym. I can't tell you how many times I saw people doing things that I just would cringe seeing them do that they, they shouldn't be doing. People that couldn't do strict pull-ups doing kipping pull-ups. People that had no requisite overhead mobility that are going into these positions that are, are not only foreign, but just really disadvantageous, putting them in a position where they could potentially uh, get hurt. And, and, you know, it, it never was the, the one thing that got people hurt. It was always just that repeated overuse of doing these patterns and seeing it firsthand and seeing people doing overhead squats that can't really even do a goblet squat effectively. Didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And something that didn't sit well with me at the end of the day. And, and I think our integrity as coaches is something that we need to lean on. If we know something isn't good, just because a movement is good. And you know, if you look at a movement like a squat or a deadlift, they're inherently good movement patterns, but they're not for everyone. So I got to the point where I knew that that I could get people better results if I did less of those things. And again, I'm talking about the greater good for the greater number. People make the argument that, well, it's functional and, and there's a level of novelty and you know it does have these benefits in everyday life. Well, I think that there's just a better way to get there. If someone wants to look better and feel better, do they need to do any high-skill Olympic lifts or high-skill gymnastics? I would say an unequivocal no. They do not need to do those things. There's a a much more effective, not only is it more effective in terms of time, how long is it going to take them to reach their goals, but it's much more effective in terms of keeping them uh, in a place where they're not getting burnt out or suffering an overuse injury or whatever the case may be. I found myself just questioning those things and then having to adhere to what is expected within the confines of just standard CrossFit programming was always tough. One of the things that took its toll on me was just the pushback. I would get pushback from the gym owners, which is expected because I'm doing things differently. And and you know, doing things differently actually was the catalyst for the success of the business. There were plenty of gyms that came on board with me that said, you know what? We don't wanna do it this way anymore. We want to do it more intelligently. We wanna have more of a plan. We don't wanna do high intensity workouts every day. They were at a place where they knew that those things were not sustainable, which is why many of those gyms did come on board with me. But you can't make a 180. You can't just remove things That you don't want to program anymore. So we had periods of time where we would do a month of strict everything strict pull-ups strict handstand push-ups you name it anything gymnastics that had a kip or any type of momentum we would remove that element of it and in an effort to build their strength we would have days that we would do strength only work where we would do you know a front squat followed by a Romanian deadlift followed by some single leg and then you know some some core variation so there were a lot of different things that we were doing that was going very well and people were making insane progress it's funny a lot of the gyms that canceled with us would say my clients feel better they look better they admit that they're met metrics are better, but they don't feel like they're getting enough. To me, that's mind boggling. You're getting better results, but you don't feel like you're doing enough. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't have an answer for that. That's the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. And I always come back to the analogy is if you could work less hours and make more money, would you do it? I mean, no one would answer no to that. So I, I just got into this dilemma with my own integrity, knowing that I wanted to do things in a different way. And I didn't want to do what was expected anymore. I'm not a, a person that does well with authority, <laughs> just to you know be fully transparent. And when you say that I have to do these things, it just got me to a point where I was burnt out on doing things I knew that didn't align with what I was trying to help people with. If I even looked at my own training, the evolution of doing those things and uh, eventually removing them. And even while I owned a gym, I was not doing any high skill. The only time I would do those things was during the open. And I would always actually do better in the open, which was kind of funny. I would do better with ring muscle ups. I would do better with kipping pull ups. I'd do better with a max Olympic lift um, without having done any of it leading up until that event. And again, that's a different scenario in terms of, you know, having movement patterns that are already built. But needless to say, I got to a point where I just couldn't make myself put those things in there anymore. As intelligently as I could put them in there, it just didn't matter to me. Um, And I wanted to operate under my own umbrella, which was the catalyst for selling box programming and not writing programming for CrossFit gyms anymore. I actually wrote the programming for Jake, the new owner for, can't even remember how many months it was now, but it was for a bit. And I even got to a point with that where it just didn't make sense. I, I was so out of alignment with it. When you're not doing those things anymore in your own training, it's hard to program for other people that are doing those things. That's probably the reason I don't work with a lot of CrossFit athletes at this point, because I personally don't do those things. I don't do any kipping. I don't do a lot of overhead work. I don't do, you know, I, I can't remember the last time I did a hero workout, not to say that, you know, I have anything against those workouts. I don't want to feel like I'm burnt out for a week or sore for a week anymore. It just doesn't lend itself to my quality of life. And i I am still making great progress with my training and and making gains without having to just put myself into the ground on a daily basis. The catalyst, again, was just being at odds with what I was putting out there, knowing that I wanted to do things in a different way. And that's why Conjugate X Conditioning, the actual program, the first PDF I released, which actually was called Conjugate Strength and Conditioning, obviously now it's evolved a little bit, but it was born from that. And then the final landing spot of that was having this seamless balance of strength modalities, using things. like the submaximal effort method, the dynamic effort method in conjunction with things like mixed modality conditioning and strongman style conditioning and all those great things that we have come to love with that style of training that allows us to get the most from the training and not the other way around where the training is just taking it from us, whether it be, you know, taking a toll on our body, our energy levels, you name it, that's not the case anymore. I actually find more people, you know, are surprised that they're not as sore. They come, they, after they use CXE for a bit, they're not as sore and they're getting better gains again the same analogy is rings true here again with just being able to do less and do it more optimally in reap more results. So that's where we're currently at with it. As far as me sitting here and and, and bashing CrossFit, this isn't what it's about. Anything I put out online is, is not about bashing CrossFit. It's about giving people like myself a home after CrossFit. It is giving you the ability to still hit PRs and to still push your metrics and to still push yourself without having to sacrifice your soul. I feel very strongly about that. And that's, again, where I am currently at. If I was still doing those things, then, of course, I probably would still be writing programming for CrossFit. Gyms, and I probably would work with a lot more CrossFit athletes, but because I don't do those things anymore, it is tough for me to put that stuff out there. In the same token, I don't work with a lot of people that are looking for massive weight loss transformations, mainly because I haven't done that myself. That's not something I can identify with, and you know, not to say I you know wouldn't potentially be able to help someone, and or um, nor would I want to help someone. It is more along the lines of just having empathy, being able to to know what someone is going through, and if I'm not doing those things myself, then it's a hard pill for me to swallow to say, well, you know, I'm gonna help you lose hundred pounds, but I've never had to lose weight in my life. I've actually been trying to gain weight for the better part of my life. So hopefully all that makes sense. But I think really the thing that we're looking at here is as coaches, we need to be true to what we're putting out there. If we are expecting that someone is trying to look better and feel better, and we're having to do a lot of things that require high levels of motor control and high levels of, of, of skill with a specific pattern that maybe they've taken years to solidify. To me, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I would rather have someone do some general strength work and some sled work and allow them to get there. And we know behind the scenes, we work on their nutrition and make sure that they're, you know, tracking their meals and they know exactly what they're putting into their body. But there are so many different things that we have at our disposal as far as programming is concerned. I do not want to be limited by what is expected. And if someone tells me I have to do something that is basically opening up a can of worms for I'm not going to want to do it. And those are the things, you know, kipping high rep Olympic lifting are things that I will not program anymore for anyone. I don't care what your background is or, or what you want. If you want to work on those things, then I am probably not the right coach for you. If you want that, you know, if, if I was writing programming for a gym, it wouldn't look like that. It wouldn't have those things in it. It would have things that I know people can do like pushing or pulling a sled or doing a loaded carrier, general strength, work. I know most people can do that. And I know that they're not going to be limited by their lack of movement patterns with a specific thing. And I know that they're going to re- arrive at better results when I can ensure that they are getting from the programming what the intent of that actual training is what I would recommend to you guys is if you are out of alignment with things that you're putting out there or you're having people do things that you know they shouldn't be doing might be time to ask why Why am I having someone Kip? I I can think of a few, a handful of individuals that I would see on the pull-up bar at my own gym and be like, what the fuck am I having these people do? Like it, not only does it look unnatural, it looks like they're in pain. And then we would see people rubbing their shoulders, rubbing their shoulders, you know, having some generalized front deltoid pain on a, I mean, I would see people rubbing their front delts all the time. And you know, they never, no one would ever think that it was anything serious until it was something serious. That's not something I want to see. I don't do that anymore myself. I don't want my clients or uh, anyone I'm working with to be doing that again i just feel that there's a better way to do things you can still hit prs you can still push yourself you can still feel challenged without having to do just a crazy amount of things that are going to potentially take you further away sideline you with an injury and you know not lend itself to what you are actually trying to do so anyways guys that's it for today hope uh all of this made sense and if you have any questions feel free to drop them to us if you have suggestions for future shows our email is here Send those our way. we always looking for for new ideas, and as always, results are king. See you guys in the next show. This was another episode of Strong AF X Well Conditioned Show. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes, and be sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms.